Hi everyone, my name is Amulya and welcome to the first ever episode of this podcast series Fits and Beyond presented to you by the Student Alumni Relations Cell with Pilani Pilani Campus. With this series we seek to get up close and personal with some of our trailblazing alumni and today I have with me one such distinguished guest Ms Anamika Agarwal who graduated in 2017 with a dual degree in MSc Physics and BE Electrical and Electronics from Bitspilani Pilani Campus. She is presently pursuing her PhD at European Council for Nuclear Research better known as CERN. As a particle physics researcher She has been working on the Atlas experiment of the Large Hadron Collider and has been working there for more than three years. Hi, ma'am. We welcome you to this series. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, I am very. I'm glad that I could be here, be part of uh, this podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. We're glad to have you here, ma'am, as well. So, ma'am, uh, everyone here. everyone listening to this podcast wants to know your journey please tell us what prompted you to get into research and once you realized that how did you go about working on it tell us everything right from your first year all the way up to your final year we are very curious to know how a bitsian freshman transforms into a cern researcher sure okay so well i think more of my journey started uh, at my ps1 not in the first year to begin with uh i got uh, assigned ayuka at my ps1 station and i was doing a research project there uh with two a few of my other friends and uh, two of us got into a project which was regarding cosmic rayon detection and that project was uh, you could say half into astrophysics and half into uh particle physics so it was related to both of those uh, fields um that two months internship in ayuka was i think the major reason i went into research like the that was basically it and after that once i was sure that i wanted to go into research i think the first thing i did was i wanted to be sure that it was particle physics which i wanted to go in so as to not uh, you know just jump into something and just go with it Uh, i tried other branches in physics i did project in condensed matter physics i also did a project in astrophysics just to be 100% sure with myself that i do want to go into particle physics research and i think by the end of my fifth year i had already done more than five different research projects and uh, yeah that's how i ended up at cern all right all right ma'am so you said that you try to explore a lot of different physics different areas of physics like condensed matter and other areas like astrophysics also so is there a path that one should take while confirming their interest because a lot of the students that i have interacted with personally and myself included in this have a very tough time deciding what field that uh, is it that they want to pursue even if we decide that uh, you know we are pers- we want to pursue research then a lot of a lot of the time it happens that you know the interest of a person keeps changing from time to time so what are your two cents on on that yeah okay so regarding that i mean okay you also know like in bits we can do these uh, research projects right the student projects which are part yeah, of yeah yeah right student oriented projects exactly so i actually took those projects very seriously and i tried i didn't do the projects just for the sake of it but 
for actually uh, realizing that what kind of research I'm interested in. That's why I did these student projects in different fields. And uh, yeah, I think that is one thing to go about it because every student at BITS has this opportunity uh, right, for, right, right. you know, going through different projects. Other than that, I would say research, like in the sense that right now, the field, I mean, the amount of knowledge there is on internet is like huge. So not right. even just these projects, but just, you know, researching on your own, trying to learn about different fields on your own is other way to go about it. And I think the third would be to talk, to talk to your teachers at PITS. They are very helpful to in any university for that matter. And talk to your uh, colleagues. It's, it's very, very important. I think one of the other things which now I remember that actually prompted me to go into research was my uh, colleagues at that point. Like a lot of us, like from the same batch of 2012, we went into research and everyone is doing PhDs or doing some kind of research in some field or the other. And they, they have gone to different fields. Right, right, ma'am. So basically the student culture, the professors and taking projects is the way to go if one has to decide their interest. That's, yes, that's I mean, talking is important. Yes. Like discussing and, you know, that that is something is very important. Right, right ma'am. That's, that's very well pointed out. Um, ma'am, what advice do you have for juniors who are interested in research? What are some things that they should keep in mind if they want to be a part of, um, you know, an organization as huge as CERN? So what are some pointers that you would want to give them? Well, the first point would be to be confident that you can go to CERN. I remember at my time when I, once I was, you know, once I was sure that I wanted to do research in particle physics. And uh, when particle physics comes into picture, the biggest thing you could aim for or go for is CERN, right? right. And uh, that was the something I wanted to go, like that was it. And I was confident enough to go for there. I remember, I mean, okay, it was not because uh, my parents and my family or my friends were not confident in me, but, you know, they were like, Anamika, just be a little low, like maybe like mm -hmm. go step by step or something like mm -hmm. that. But I was always confident in like, I can go. And it, it's actually, you know, um, what I've seen is that because we have grew up in India and all, we feel like going to Europe is a very, very difficult thing, which is actually not. That this is something I actually want to tell every one of you that don't think it is too difficult. You can go with it. You just need to, like, obviously you need a lot of hard work and confidence. Right, right, ma'am. That's, that's very well put. Uh, Ma'am, uh, so you talked about India, you talked about Europe, you have been a uh, part of CERN and you also have been part of uh, various research organizations in India like IUCA, as you mentioned. So what are some key differences that you feel that are there uh, in research organizations over there, like for example CERN 
and and ayuka which is there in india so what are some things that uh, we can learn from them and that they could learn from us i think i mean looking at the way research is done irrespective of if it is india or anywhere else in the world there is not much of a difference because the passion which people have for research if they are doing research is the same there would be one thing which i feel is a bit lacking in india is the work life balance that is something i learned when i came here that the people even being too much passionate for research they still uh, value the work life balance a lot that is something which i think is a bit lacking but apart from that i think it's it's the same everywhere the passion the the urge to work on new things to i don't know you know develop a lot of new things it's it's the same it's there is no difference mm. yes yes ma'am we understand that now ma'am uh, we talked about your journey uh, through your five years of college and we talked about how you prepared and dreamed of this place and even though it's seemed far fetched uh, you never lost your confidence so can you tell us about uh, the first day when you reached cern when you made this transition from being a student to a researcher what was that like okay till today it's been more than 4 years now that i went to cern for the first time um whenever i think of that first day i can still remember this place i was standing and i was looking all around and i was still thinking mm-hmm. that i am still in a dream you know that that was something the whole day perhaps i could say like it was like i am still live in a dream i could not uh yeah believe but mm-hmm. well okay so from student to researcher the transition what you are saying um i would say it's because the fact that when i was in bits i was already doing different kind of projects so you know that there was not a real transition from being just a student to a researcher because it was already intermingled at the point when i was already in bits so when i came to sar mm-hmm. it was kind of the mm-hmm. same thing so i till now i don't think i can yeah i am still a student because i'm learning a lot of th- new things and of course i am also a researcher so i think i've never transitioned properly and i don't think anyone could does that because as a student you learn a lot of new things and i think you always remain a student even if you become a professor right 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 ma'am uh, so basically one thing that i have uh, learned from you uh, if if there's one thing that i will take away from the conversation uh, till now is that uh, one should be taking their uh, student oriented projects design oriented projects or lab oriented projects or whatever projects that they are doing one should be taking them very seriously because uh, from what i uh, learned from you right now uh, they are the things that uh, those small things those projects they helped you make uh, this 
transition very smooth from an from a student to a researcher so you never really felt like uh, there was even a transition involved right yes i would definitely agree on that and also just not the student okay so i i, I will i would like to share something else yes. uh, here um, in my uh, time when i was in ayuka uh, i was staying in a you know in the hostel there and i was sharing my room with a phd student she was from uh, delhi university at that time and i was talking to her because at that time it was the, the all these things were very new to me i was not sure if i wanted to be in research or not because that was something like the starting phase and i was mm-hmm. talking to her and she was like anamika if you actually want to stay in research do not think your next summer or winter holidays as holidays as in you will also have to work at those points like you will have to give your like do new projects or something some research in any manner possible but just don't think that now you have any other holidays left in this time of your college and this actually hated me a lot i would say because <laughs> i actually did not take holidays after that uh after that summer project i went to iser pune for another summer project yes, yes then in the winter holidays of that year i went to tifr and then after that i had one year left in fifth year which was uh, for six months i was at cern and the other six months i was in tifr right right ma'am Uh, i'm sure everyone uh, who's listening and wants to go into research will keep that in mind so mom we talked about uh, how you really have always been a student and at heart and you always keep learning new things so we are very curious to know how a regular day in your life looks like well i could say pre covid may i i mean it's different in both the phases right now uh but i think there's actually this something which is um, good in being a researcher like in industry it's difficult to have this flexibility of working hours in being a researcher doing a phd or being in academia this flexibility is a lot like you know you don't have to work from 9 to 5 like it is it depends on you when you think you are most productive you work so right. that is something uh, that is very different in research and uh, because of that i think i feel very free and since i don't have that strict schedule of you know working the whole day i have to like i work sometimes i work 18 hours a day and i'm happy Oh, sometimes i work right. with 6 hours a day and i'm still happy so i think at the end of the day that matters so i wouldn't say that i have like a particular regular day like you know usual day which just is the same every day and i think i like that about, uh, a lot that it is not a regular day mm right ma'am so you mean to say that no two days in your uh, life uh, are the same and like every day with every new day you get something new to learn and, so- and something there's a new 
always something there's a new challenge that you have to solve or a new problem that you have to tackle so yeah i mean okay, you... there are few days where i'm just thinking about a problem like literally it has been like five days in uh, continuous where there's just this one problem and you know you don't even know where to start this problem with and five days goes in just reading about it a lot and lot and then there are five days where you have everything in hand and you're just producing results so right it's it's very different yes and that that right. is something more exciting for me that uh you have different problems at hand at different times and you get to learn a lot with that yes yes that's something uh, every job uh, has a very good incentive if you are interested in it and i guess uh, this is what sure. research has for people uh, who are interested in research Definitely. i mean i could i can't say anything about how it works in industry because i have no experience there but in okay. research yes definitely this is there and uh, yeah again the major thing that matters here is that i have an interest in it so anyone who is interested uh, would be happy to do anything in research like irrespective of what kind of work it is and i always think at the end of the day it just matters if you're happy or not right right and that's that's a very valid point ma'am talking about the collider we know that you work on the atlas experiment at the lhc so can you tell us in simple terms what you and your team are currently working on over there uh so uh, in the atlas experiment uh, we are basically trying to uh, do precise measurements for the higgs boson which was already discovered in 2012 uh that is what particularly i am doing uh but there are also groups at cern which they are, they are trying to search for new particles uh at right, the right. sector yeah and also i think there are people who are working on the upgrades of the detector itself so uh you know upgrading the detector itself so also in the engineering uh, part of the detector i did few small projects in it but my main focus is on analyzing the data and uh, learning about more about the higgs boson uh cern being an international organization also gives a lot of exposure to various people from various backgrounds cultures and countries how does it feel to have friends from such diverse backgrounds and how do these people spend time with each other apart from work and uh, what all goes inside the cern campus uh, apart from work like the recreational activities and the other enjoyment stuff okay so as i also mentioned before this work life balance is something which is valued here a lot uh, which is more in the sense that right. monday to friday is work time saturday and sunday there should not be any work okay and this is something uh which i when i when i came here for my uh thesis like you know uh during my masters when i was at pit uh i yes, came yes, here yes. and i remember in my second week uh, my my supervisor she is uh, from france 
and she came mm. up to me and she was like uh anamika did you make any friends and i'm like no because you know it was just the second week i was here i didn't even know people right and what her ans- what her next thing she said was oh but then what will you do on weekends how will you enjoy your weekends and she was like so super concerned about this i was shocked like mm-hmm. you know i didn't ever expect my professor to come up to me and say like how will you enjoy things like that so that was different i mean and yeah i have most of my friends are are from different countries different backgrounds and it's really really nice to uh be with with so many different uh, people like you actually uh feel a lot of similarities in one aspect with one uh, with people from you know one country and uh, in some sense you relate a lot with another it's it's really nice and in at cern i would say there actually have you know in, as in bits we have these clubs different clubs right it's the same at cern it, it was actually the same they have this uh football club or dance club golf club the different kind of things and i remember uh, people used to what they do that uh, they would go so there's a lunch break for example they take it according to their own uh, whenever they want to basically uh and they would go for lunch they'll play a football for a for a for one hour and then they'll come back to work so this happens a lot Uh, so it's it's not just that they are just focused on research but yes they try to have these different kinds of clubs i don't know if i ever this was the first time i, I ever heard when i came here but there is also a frisbee club at sorry yeah yeah they yeah. play frisbee yeah yeah we have a frisbee team at bits as well okay okay then yeah when well, my bad then <laughs> i didn't know about that yes 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 ma'am Uh, so basically various people coming together and just you know enjoying themselves not just uh, at work which they obviously enjoy they are very passionate about it but also other than work which is something that uh, a lot of people listening to this podcast would find very appealing to them i'd say as it's not usually seen in india as you also mentioned earlier right so, yeah i think no it's it's here in every aspect even like research and like so most of the people i work with in research they are from uh france from germany from us even from china and uh, uh korea and when when we have these uh, get togethers and things there are also people from different uh, backgrounds and we we are always together irrespective of where we are from most of my friends are uh, from from hong kong from italy from france from germany it, it's really nice being uh, with uh, with people from different backgrounds and it doesn't really feel like uh, there is a you know there is a difference because of this difference that we are from different backgrounds or different cultures right 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 So i think that's that can be a lesson for everyone that even even students even working professionals that work life balance is very important in one's that life that is that definitely is work life balance does not uh, m- make you work less in the sense you know that you have 
more work-life balance. So you give more priority to life and to other things as well. But actually having this balance makes you so much productive that you, even with less working hours, you can get more work done. Right, right, right. That is something that I think every one of us should learn and keep in mind. So mom, uh, talking about your, uh, about recreation and things that make you enjoy, uh, how was your time at BITS? My time at BITS was amazing. I mean, I don't think I would have been here if it was not for BITS. I mean, BITS has taught me so much. My friends, especially my friends. Um, yeah, I mean, even after five years, we are touched right now and like we were never apart. Um, a lot of other things, I would say, uh, like, you know, the nights which we had of associations, the dancing, I love dancing. So I have danced a lot in bits and uh, that was something very nice. Oasis, of course. I yes. mean, a lot of things. I, I think everything in bits, every day in bits was really nice. I think the most, which I miss right now is Krishna Redi Ki Chai. I can oh, never have a again. Uh, actually, all of us are also uh, missing Krishna Redi Chai or like VK Redi Ki Sam Chat because as you know, the, the, uh, due to the present circumstances, we are in an online mode. Yeah. So hopefully it's that good. situation can uh, improve and, and we'll be back soon. So ma'am, your life was bit, uh, your life at BITS was really amazing as you said. However, if there is one thing that you could have done differently uh, at bits or otherwise, uh, if you would have got the chance, uh, what would it be and why? Okay, let me answer that question starting with a bit of a story. Um, right, right. So yes, I please. came to bits, and uh, so you know I had never. Uh, you could say seen so much of competition in my life before coming to bits because I, I I was not from you know a very big city where I've already seen so many people around me. Uh, when I came to bits, in one way I was awestruck, other way I was like I don't belong here. I am mm. not that uh, good enough to be here. I actually felt a lot of things. Uh, I could not, you know, I felt that the, the people around me here are so brilliant. I am nothing compared to them. It, it happened. And at least for the first six months, my first semester at BITS, it was like this. The right. thing which I did wrong was I did not talk about this to anyone not even my parents now that I think of this is something I would like to have changed I would should have talked to my parents or my brother or my friends at that point and maybe things would have been different but because of that um, thing which I kept to myself that was even shown in my grades I did not score well in the first semester it was not nice but also, you know, I think my, the starting of, of the journey of bits would have been more wonderful if 
I could have changed this at that point. But I think I also, with this point, I would like to tell anyone of you who is listening to this, if you ever feel this, because this is possible, you know, that the life from coming from home to bit and seeing so much of intelligence, so much of brilliance at one place, it can be very intimidating at some point. And I think this can happen to anyone. I just would like to say to any student who feels like this should talk to anyone they think would, you know, help, be it friends, family, anyone. This, I think this is, this is really uh, important. Yes, yes, ma'am. Definitely, definitely. As uh, I'm sure there are uh, many first years who are listening to this and uh, they'll benefit from this advice of yours. And yeah, it's I mean, very just, good. it's just yes. you because I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who are thinking that way. So talking okay. to others, talking, especially to your closed ones will help you go, you know, go through with this phase easily and quickly i mean i remember when i told my parents after a year when i actually came out of this phase myself obviously i got scolded by them you know why did you just tell us okay. then like you know you would have like we could have helped you yes yes i definitely understand like what it must have been like because yeah as you mentioned it's it's not a very like it's a very common problem have experienced and i'm sure a lot of people experience it and uh, hopefully your advice can uh, make their situation better like if one of the very happy if, I'll, I'll say to my listeners that if like one of the most brilliant alumni of uh, bits can feel this way then i'm sure a lot of other people can also feel this way and the best thing to do in this situation is as mom said, to talk about it uh, with your loved ones. Yes, please do. So, ma'am, uh, coming to our uh, final question of the day, uh, what are your plans after you finish your PhD at CERN? So, I'm actually finishing my PhD soon, uh, say within a couple of months and uh, I already have a new position as a postdoctorate in uh, Mainz University, Germany. So yeah, I think I will be staying in academia as long as I can and uh, continue doing research in particle physics. All right, all right, ma'am. Uh, that is it from our side. And it was a privilege to interact with you uh, and we thank you for your time um, and we wish you all the very best for your future endeavors. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next time.